it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 527 of the Talking Fires podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden here. November 30th, 2023, we're almost to December, almost to the winter meetings, and a lot is going to be starting to happen here with San Diego Padres and other teams around baseball, including the New York Yankees, and we've got a big Yankees fan here. Uh, I am someone that is a big follower of Talking Yanks, Talking Baseball, so it is great to have BBD on the show, uh, Big Baby David or BBD, those that follow John Boy Media, they definitely know who this is, so mm-hmm. so much for the time, I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you for the kind intro. I'm, I'm, you know, getting to talk Yankees in general, but uh, but a specific player that I think is on both of our minds uh, are, are some of my favorite things to discuss. So I am very happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. So let's first get in here before talking about maybe some hypothetical trades that I have in mind. Just what is the thought among Yankees fans? Do they really want Soto or... Is it a situation where they're willing to wait one year and maybe they can get him then and not have to give up the prospect package? Uh, I think the sense I get on on uh, Twitter and and talking to people in our office and in real life, I think people are are pretty antsy to get this move done and like and make the trade for this year. If it doesn't happen, they like the it still has to be like you're all in on him in free agency in a year. There's they're really out of excuses. The the part that's scary because people, you know, Cody Bellinger, a free agent right now. People are talking about that. There's that you can easily see a situation where okay, they pass on trading for Soto now and they sign Belly because they didn't want to give up a trade package. But the type of deal Belly would be getting, and and I'd be happy to have him too. He's a good player, but uh, I think especially the way the Yankees have operated the last several years, signing Bellinger to a long term deal somewhat rightfully would take them out of a Soto free agency. So for me specifically, I think it's really important to get this trade done now. I think the prevailing thought on, on around Yankee fans is the same. Although I, I, you do see 
a decent amount and, I, and i've been working on like a video about this topic there's some thoughts about uh people being nervous about trading for one year of a guy and he's going to just be a free agent and i'm sure we'll get into some of some of what i have for that but uh i do think the yankees have to make this happen yeah does does the yankees desire acquire acquiring soto does that match up with the padres desire and what i mean by that like does san diego need they need to make a decision here. The Padres, they need to make a decision, I think, because that's what really kickstarts this offseason. He's that big domino, and then the dominoes start to fall. Because if they trade Soto, all right, they have a lot more room to spend. But if they don't trade Soto, then what are they going to do? Like that's, I mean, Dennis Lynn of The Athletic just put out a piece, and they have less than $20 million of room probably to spend, around $10 million to $20 million of room to spend on at least three starting pitchers, at least two relievers, a catcher to split time with Luis Camposano, an outfielder, possibly Trent Grisham on the trade block. I know the Yankees would like to have a center fielder as well. Um, so it does seem like the Padres and Yankees are a match, but are the Yankees maybe willing to wait on this to make sure they don't give up a certain player? Where the Padres, it feels like they really have to get a deal done here quick. Yeah, I... You know, looking at at the history of one year for a superstar, I do think the like prevailing thought whenever we see the final trade package is like, oh, that is going to be, oh, that's that's all that cost. Uh -huh. you know, different prospects rank differently. There, it could be guys that the Padres are in love with. Um, the but the Yankees specifically, I, I think, are uniquely lined up for this situation because they're a team that can take on one just Soto's money straight up the reason they're even the Padres are even considering this move is because uh is because Juan Soto is due to make over 30 million dollars and that's just the easiest way to for them to shed substantial payroll that they I, and and they will be trying to be good next year like it's not like mm -hmm. they're you know resetting this thing they will use those to to fill other holes the Yankees and on top of being able to take that money maybe if they've if they want to get crazy and and take on a different bad contract, is that is that Grisham's money? He's not making anything crazy, but it would be money off the books. Is that figuring out you Darvish? I don't think the Padres are trying to move him because his salary is not crazy, and they are looking for to add pitching. But an example of a guy, uh, or like is that Cronenworth and, and the big seven year deal he has that I think kicks in this year? The Yankees can take on more than just Soto's money if that's what the Padres are looking for. And they do have the type of prospects that San Diego, I I am told wants um, on the prospect end. The Yankees have three pitchers who, within a year, if they're healthy, like will debut and have potentially very high ceilings. So you can give you can give up one of those for the year Soto when you have. I, I think there's three guys that the Yankees have: Will Warren, Chase Hampton, and Drew Thorpe that are all you know. Pick your flavor there. Which guy you believe in the most? It, it sounds like the Padres like Thorpe the most. Um, they're all, I can't say I'm the biggest expert on on any of the three, but they're all generally the same tier of prospect. The Yankees have three of them. They're all right-handed, so there's not like a what, keep the lefty situation or something like that. Yeah. So the Yankees have the prospects they might want. They have the ability to take on some money that the Padres. That's the only reason they're even looking into this. Uh, also, part of the trade is probably uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, we'll see what happens. I guess on my end, uh, 
it, probably in the trade is going to be one of Mike King or Clark Schmidt. Who, if you get either of those guys, I think Padres fans will like them. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of both of those guys, but those are contribute right now pitchers as well. So that fills a need uh, right here right now. You're probably going to end up with Everson Pereira. Um, I don't know if you're selling him at the highest value, but he's a top 100 prospect and very talented. Uh, didn't show didn't show the potential he has so much in his one month stint up, but he's a talented guy uh, who I think you could end up very very happy with. Um, what about so I'll, I'll stop you there with Pereira because I'm seeing Pereira yeah. a lot and he's in my some of my hypothetical deals, but what about someone like Oswaldo Cabrera? Because I saw he plays a lot of different positions. Um, and if, I mean, if one year of Juan Soto, I think the Yankees, if the Padres say Cabrera over Pereira, is that still a yes for the Yankees? I, if that difference was a no on the Yankees end, I would be fairly taken aback. And and I'm a guy who really likes his Waldo too. I know he had a brutal season. Uh, his numbers as a major leaguer don't look good, but he, he does look the part, and he plays good defense at every position. I, I'm a big fan of his. He should not be the holdup in this move if that's somebody the Padres really value because he's he is a major leaguer. I just a, yeah, a, I, I just know a, a, I know can play major league baseball. Yeah, if that will come. Uh, if 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 I were the Padres, I think I'd want him over Pereira. That's a personal preference thing, but yeah. um. I'm just saying because A.J. Preller loves versatility. I mean, there was Jackson Merrill, Padres, one of their top prospects, shortstop. He was playing some outfield in, I think, double-A this past year. So they're just trying a bunch of different positions with guys, and there's just been a history of A.J. loving the -the up-the-middle guys. Not saying Oswaldo is that, but someone that can play a lot of different spots, can play the infield, can play the outfield. So I'm just saying a lot of Pereira. Yeah, Pereira is the one that just like makes the most sense to fill in. You'd be getting, in theory, good value on that because he is he does have prospect value and some prospect shine on him. Uh, and like the Yankees, like it, it's sort of uh, a, a high level throw in into the trade because like if the Yankees are acquiring Juan Soto, we we wouldn't have a use for a player like that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, being Pereira. Uh, if you ended up with an Oswaldo guy who switch hits, plays literally every position. I think the only positions he hasn't gotten to are pitcher catcher. Um, I think he got his inning in center field this year, so uh, he can he can move around. He's learned outfield on the fly since getting to the big leagues in August of, uh, I guess now two years ago. Uh, and and he's he's learned fast. That dude makes plays at every position, and I do believe in his bat long term this year went as bad as it could offensively for him. But at, at minimum, you're getting a guy who switch hits and and would p- put a, a representative glove uh, at any position. Uh, so if, if you ended up with him, I think you'd love him too, as well as King, Clark. Uh, like I think right. you'll like the guys in all of these packages that are thrown around. Right. Uh, it's just that, you know, it just sucks that we're in this spot. Sitting here as a Padres fan, we acquired Juan Soto, we gave up, Number one prospect, number two prospect, number four, five, 19, and Luke Voigt, who is a fan favorite as well. Mm-hmm. Got back Josh Bell, got back Juan Soto. We had AJ Preller saying, yeah, three pennant races of Juan Soto. We have Peter Seidler, obviously, who has mm-hmm. obviously passed away, which was so sad. 
he said at that time he wasn't scared of 500 million dollars that was before the xander bogarts move though that was before we lost the tv deal that was before we didn't make the postseason in 2023 mm -hmm. which was the most disappointing season in franchise history before we had to take out the 50 million dollar loan so a lot has happened yeah. um but yeah it just stinks to be in this spot because obviously I'm not an idiot. I want Juan Soto on this Padres baseball team, but it just feels like if we want the most complete baseball team, if we want room to actually make moves, mm -hmm. then AJ Preller's going to have to deal Juan Soto here, and they're not going to bring him back in for agency. So oh. get something back. There's still going to be talent offensively in this lineup, even if you deal Juan Soto. You hope that Manny bounces back. Bogarts is better. Tatis can be healthy all year long. Cronoworth, mm -hmm. if he's still on the team, he can be better. Hassan Kim, we'll see if he's still on the team because he's he's cheap. One year though of control, yeah, you can get so we'll see what his price point. It's yeah, it's definitely just it's a it's an incredibly unfortunate position for the Padres to be in. Um, you you, you simply aren't going to match the value you you got you know two years ago for him or a year and a half right. ago for him, and and that, I mean that's natural, you know that's calendar math, but. Uh, but uh, I do think like, uh, you, you know, you, you'll see how prospects work out can work out amazingly, uh, for, for them. And, uh, it, it is a, the path to, to get these things answered, um, between all the guys that, that the Padres have locked up long-term between Bogarts, Tatis is on, is on his extension, Machado extended. Um, I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but Cronenworth, who I mentioned before, like yeah. between all the, like, Trading Soto is your is your biggest opportunity to do some replenishing of the farm for future moves. Uh, and they still have a top 10 farm system, I think, by yeah. most people's accounts. Like, it's still really good, even with all the prospects that they gave up. Um, do you think, who has the the higher, the more leverage here? Yankees or Padres? For me, it's an easy, an answer, easy answer, and it's the Yankees. I do think it's the Yankees. Typically... Typically, it's the team that if you have the superstar, you're you're looking to move. That's right. Uh, that's how that goes. The Yankees are, I are like I said, one of the few teams that can take on his money. I don't. They're one of the few teams that they're one of the teams that should be the least concerned about this being a one year deal. Because yeah. if you're trading for him, I would imagine you're going to be in the if you're if you're the New York Yankees, you traded for Juan Soto. I think you're going to be in the mix to acquire him again or re-sign him in in free agency next year. They should be using that to the to their advantage. Let him see what being a Yankee is like and how mm -hmm. different it is from elsewhere he's been. Even if and even if it went the worst case scenario, like if it, Juan Soto comes here, plays here for a year, you find out. He just hates New York. He does not want to live here long term. He, 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 and Aaron Judge hypothetically butt heads and and do not get along. They hate each other. He he does not like the the front office. He doesn't like whatever. Let let's assume the worst case scenario happens. He absolutely hates it. If you're the Yankees, you find that out now before you give him yeah. five hundred million dollars next year. That that's an incredibly valuable thing to find out. On top of the the tiny benefit that would be like. Now you get to be the team that offers in the qualifying offer and get something back. It, or, or if you didn't make this trade and you try to sign him next year, like you're gonna, you'd, you'd have to give up the pick and and whatever, which should not be a big factor, but it's something. It would be another small advantage to getting this done now. The Yankees can can afford to take a thirty million dollar one year gamble uh, 
in a way that a lot of teams cannot. Um, so, so the Yankees should not be scared off by the one year. Do you think that the Yankees are in a spot right now where they acquire Juan Soto and they're prepared to offer him $500 million? Because I think that's what it's going to have to start with is a five for this deal. I, th- I think so. I think they have to be. Um, you you have to that remind themselves that they are the New York Yankees. Uh, that's supposed to be the biggest like advantage you have over every other team is you invest in your franchise. Uh, they they should be ready for for something like that. Now, here we can go to before we get to actually well one more before we get to the hypothetical trades. Sure. What do you think? the Yankees would think about taking on one of the contracts. Are they, do you think that they would be open to that? But as a Padres fan, I don't think that's the best for the Padres. I want to maximize the return for Soto, not diminish it. But if the Padres are like, Hey, we want to go give Hassan Kim the contract and we're not, we're just done with Cronenworth. Are the Yankees in a spot where they could take that? I know they have LeMahieu. They have the Stanton contract still for years and years. Soto, if they want to lock up long-term, Yamamoto, Yamasoto, I know you guys love to say there. Uh, that seems like Ryan. you know the dream for Yankees fans right now. Do they are they do you think that they'd be willing to offer that to the Padres, take on that money? I think it would obviously, you know, you get into specifics on price points, how much money, if any, would the Padres kick in uh to you know you figure out the, the money prospect balance there. If I if, if like you, if I were a Padres fan, I I think I wouldn't want to use Soto that way as like the sweetener right. to get off of Cronenworth's money. I guess he's he's the biggest commitment on the books, right? That's that's possible for this. That's uh-huh. movable, yeah. Like maybe movable. Like Yankees Cronenworth, I would like I would honestly be like excited about. I, yeah. I think a little change of scenery. He had at his second half of the year, he looked He's not going to play better. first base for you. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. You know, good to know he could do that in a pinch mm-hmm. if we need it. But we can we can let him play his more natural positions. The Yankees have been considering shopping uh, Glaber Torres anyway as one of their most valuable trade chips. Uh, so that would you know, including Cronenworth specifically in a trade like that would uh, would signal that a Glaber trade is going to come, which. You know, I love Glaber, uh, but but that wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. Cronenworth's money, while it's a long term commitment, and you have to think about that. We think he's been burned by that. Uh, the per year money is not crazy for for this franchise. That's a pretty reasonable number. Uh, in if by three years from now, when when DJ's off the books and Stanton's almost uh, almost off the books, like you can talk yourself into that being just a slightly and who knows where the league is at salary wise by then, but I would guess salaries have gone up because they always have. Uh, I would, I would guess that it's a price that you're comfortable if Cronenworth's gone kind of as bad as it can go, or he just should be your extra infielder who can play every position. I think that's okay. It would be a lefty added to the, added to the mix. It would be a guy who can play every position. I, I feel like the stadium would, uh would help him. Yeah, like he conversations I've had around the office, like before Soto even became real, was like, like I, I had some talk about like, should the Yankees think about trying to trade while trade for Cronenworth while his value is low? I know it's a long term commitment, mm-hmm. but you can you'd essentially be offering the Padres just oh we'll we'll eat that extension for you, and and 
potentially that it just is a long-term answer. It could be a change of scenery guy, get him all the values down. Uh, so I, like I was interested in Cronenworth specifically just anyway. Um, okay. The other guys would be a conversation. Darvish probably need the Padres. He, some of that for how that contract. Yeah, but they're in a spot where they they need starting they need pitching. pitching. Darvish, Musgrove. Yeah, it's some their question marks. Like Darvish just had an injury, yeah, but they need pitching. Literally, the rotation right now is Darvish and Musgrove. And then if you want yeah. to, you could have Pedro Avila or Matt Waldron be the five starter. They don't. Start li- the they literally don't have anyone. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's just yeah, and getting either of like the pitchers, it's like I think Yankees would be open to that conversation, but it it just doesn't feel like what the Padres would do not impossible, right. but it doesn't, it doesn't full pass the sniff test. The more you think about it. What about someone like Matt Carpenter? Not saying that carp is someone that the Yankees would be like, yeah, here's a roster spot, but like mm-hmm. literally eat the, what is it? Like five mil or whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever on this contract done. for. Yeah. Yeah. I, that would, especially if that knocks off, you know, if it's, if, if that means the Yankees get to choose, which of, Clark or King, you're giving them yeah. something like that. Um, the, if, if that brings the price down at all, like I think the Yankees would take on Matt Carpenter, Carpenter happily invite him to spring if he doesn't. Uh, he'd obviously be on the forty man and stuff, and in theory, be on the team if if spring goes bad or, or start of season goes bad. It's an amount of money you you could eat. Uh, see, Carpenter had had a lot of success in the what was it forty something games he, he yeah. played here. Like, I think people would get probably disproportionately ex- excited about that. Uh, so I, I would be open to a Matt Carpenter, especially since worst case scenario, that's one year of a, of a sunk cost for you. If, if uh, what he was most of last season is, is just what he is now. But uh, yeah. I, I'm even, open. even from my perspective, like from a Padres fan is Matt Carpenter. Yeah. That's not seven years of a Jake Cronenworth contract. So mm-hmm. that's not as much, but if it lessens the return, the Padres are not going to, they're not going to have a Juan Soto again, walk across and be, you know, in a situation where they could move and get a package back for Juan Soto. So maximize it. Like if you have to have Matt Carpenter come in to spring training camp, okay. Um, mm-hmm. You can eat that trade for a year. <laughs> right. You can trade Soto, get maximize the package, the return back, and you could try later in the offseason to move Carpenter to another team that's mm-hmm. willing to take it on. I, I really want to maximize this package back. And that, that makes a lot of sense. I, I th- like Carpenter does feel like the type of guy that would make some sense. Cause I don't think it would lessen the like return a crazy degree. Like it's not like, cause like if the Yankees were getting, we're taking Cronenworth on just because of where that contract's at. That's uh that's like a, you don't even like get drew Thorpe anymore. Mm-hmm type of type of add yeah. to that where um like carpenter i think ultimately the the framework of a deal would stay the same you maybe get your like second choice on on uh on on some guys or something or, or it becomes another part of the negotiating I, I could see a carpenter thing happening if it opens up yeah extra five six million whatever the number is uh if that would go a long way for the padres i, I don't know what they want uh, salary wise, but it it's that's it, he wouldn't be a deal breaker for the Yankees for sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's move to some hypotheticals here that I have. And if you have any, you can for sure say them here at the end. But I have, let's see, three here. One of them involves Trent Grisham. Okay. And we'll get to that. 
But the first one here, just Soto going to the Yankees. And the Padres get King, mm-hmm. Herrera, and then Thorpe. I know that a lot of Padre fans are like, no, it starts with Jason Dominguez, and we'll get to him. Mm. But I'm trying to stay realistic here, and I think that Jason Dominguez wouldn't be coming back to the Padres. And if you're trying to get one guy, right? Exactly. If you're trying to get multiple pitchers, you can get a prospect back. You can get the better is King because the Padres just lost Nick Martinez to the Reds. Mm. So I feel like King starter. If it doesn't work out, he can still be effective, obviously. was good last year. Mm-hmm. There's that, and then there's Pereira, or it could be Oswaldo Cabrera, let's say. One of those two, and then you add on Thorpe to that. So Soto to New York, King, Pereira, Thorpe to the Padres. What do you think about that? I think that's awfully similar to what it, what the trade ultimately will look like. Um, probably, probably Padres get like another lottery ticket type, like like low-level prospect or something tossed in in, in my head. Um, but but so that's that's awfully similar to what, like, I would have said. Like, that's probably what a Soto trade looks like at this point. Uh, and, and as a Yankee fan, I signed up immediately for that, which okay, uh, which maybe means it needs to be one more piece or something. But Right, but, yeah, because if you sign up immediately as a Padres fan, I'm sitting here like, okay, well then, no, 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 we're not doing yeah. that. Then we're we're going more. You you do more, and I and I I would do more. You look at the a, a little more, but but again, you look at the history of these superstars traded with one year left. Your your Mookie Betts trades, your the the Lindor one, I think back on a lot. Um, even Machado, he was half a year, so a little different. But it's never on paper like a crazy return, like. Cleveland and the Lindor trade ended up doing really, really well for themselves with yeah. uh, what Ahmed Rosario and, and Andres Jimenez became. But you keep in keep, think about what they were at the time of that trade. Right. Rosario was a failed former top prospect, or at least organizationally top prospect. He, he was, you know, his value was down. He had, he had three years left or whatever the number was. And Jimenez had, had just debuted. He had all the control years left fairly well-regarded prospect, but he had not proven anything. The comp with him and Oswaldo is awfully similar to what, uh, to what they were at the time of that trade. Um, so, but, and Cleveland maximized those guys. Uh, they're, they're a great organization. They've been the best at, at doing the most with, with those kinds of prospects. But you look at all the trades like that, what, those pieces were considered at the time, and it's never that impressive. Cleveland did very well for themselves. Obviously, Verdugo blossomed in Boston and all that, and they got they got Jeter Downs in that, which and he was a very highly regarded prospect at the time, and it didn't work out. But uh, but it's nothing crazy, and that's awfully similar to the you get uh, King King who has fully proven himself as a pitcher in the big leagues, but like a Clark who is. Kind of proven himself as would be similar to like the Verdugo in that deal. And Drew Thorpe is the Jeter Downs of that of that yeah. move. And if you, if we wanted to toss in, you know, Oswaldo Pereira, whatever, whatever other close to MLB or, or has already debuted in MLB type guys. Um, there's, I think that's, I think the package you laid out is very similar to what it'll ultimately will be. I, what I'm hoping here is this negotiation for this trade. It's not Preller on the phone. He loves being on the phone. I want this being FaceTime because I want 
Preller to propose this trade, and I want to see the reactions immediate of these Yankees guys, of Cashman, of the whole room. Mm. Because I'll, if, if their immediate reaction is, you know, you can see like, yeah, 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 then I'll, I want that package to be added to because uh, I, I feel yeah. like the Padres, we know the Padres, they should be shooting for the moon. And this is yeah. this is where we go you into what you don't ask for, you know. Right. This so is where we go potentially face to face next week at winter meetings. I'll be there too. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where we go to the Jason Dominguez thing mm-hmm. because I bring up what the Padres gave up in the Soto deal. They gave up one, two, four, and five. I'm not including Jones Duzana number nineteen and Voigt because let's say. That would have been the package for Josh Bell only. Sure. Because that was like half year or whatever. Yeah. Well, but I'm you gave up. I'm comfortable saying that. Yeah. Four of your top five prospects for three years of Soto. And mm-hmm. I on social media, people are like, yeah, that was three years. I get it. Okay. So let's ask for one of your top prospects. Because mm-hmm. AJ Preller did not want to give up James Wood. He didn't want to give up Robert Hassel the third. And there's the latest report out, right, from uh, Brennan Cuddy, I think about how the Yankees, they don't want to give up those type of guys. They're, you mm-hmm. know, they just don't want to do that right now. But that's early, right? Of course they're going to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Preller didn't want to give up someone like Wood, like I said, who I think was drawing comparisons to like the lefty Aaron Judge or something with the home runs that he was hitting for Lake Elsinore. Uh, Robert Hassel III, Futures game that he was just playing in for the Padres before getting dealt at Dodger Stadium. Didn't want to, but eventually had to to mm. get this deal done. If the Padres ask for Jason Dominguez, and that's pretty much it. Maybe you ask for Schmidt because you need starting pitching. Mm. But you ask for that. You're not asking for a ton more. What do you think the Yankees would say if the Padres are like, final offer, Jason Dominguez, this is what we want, for so and that's it. Right up. That or, I think yeah. you'd have to add Austin, a pitcher, but something. yeah. 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 They, they need a, they need an arm um that ultimately i think is is one of the few things that Yankees like would pretty immediately say no to like D- dominguez is such a big part of uh what they've built he, he's is the center field plan moving forward at least the next couple years uh, obviously injured right now and, and that's part of the reason the yankees need two outfielders this year uh, and mackenzie gore was the padres plan and before this sure happened, you know sure but uh, but he he's like the one piece that's like that that is too much for for one year. So Spencer uh, Jones would be available. He'd be on the table before Dominguez because Dominguez is closer. He's in the he's been in the big leagues. I I would say so. I, I suppose the New York the Yankees should decide which one of those is completely off limits. I I think their answer would be Dominguez. Maybe it's Jones. I don't, okay, but Dominguez is, has at least played eight games of major league baseball. Not a lot. Um, they, I don't think both should be completely untouchable. I, I, and I don't think it's about being untouchable. Maybe if the, if it really came down to it and, and Jones for Soto straight up more or less got it done. I think they ultimately would do it, but I, I just don't believe that that's what it'll take. Yeah. Okay. And then, so something like Soto to the Yankees and asking for, let's say, so you're saying no Dominguez. Let's ask for Schmidt, 
So the lesser, would you say Schmidt is the lesser of King and Schmidt? It's a very interesting conversation. Uh, Clark, this year was a huge year for him. I know statistically it doesn't stand out, but he had a really good season and proved he can be a major league starter. Uh, pitched, you know, fully healthy, a couple fully healthy seasons in a row now. Uh, reached his new high in innings. He, uh, he, he is ultimately the lesser quality pitcher right now between him and King. They're similar ages. I believe if I have this right, which I can do a quick double check, uh, you would get three years of Clark Schmidt versus two of King. Two of King. Right. So how much do you value one more year? Okay. That that's up to the Padres, I guess. But uh, oh, to to directly answer your question, King is the better pitcher of the two. Okay, so let's say if we're asking for Spencer Jones, then mm-hmm. and we'll ask for Schmidt, then the lesser of the two. <clears throat> Is that it? That would be the deadline, or could we add in someone like Will Warren, who's the number 10 Yankees prospect, pitching prospect? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I think if you're going for the for the Spencer Jones, I think the pitching prospect, it'd, it'd be hard to imagine you're getting Jones and one of the pitchers. You could if... if because I'm just saying Carlos the Padres could negotiator. Say, I don't think that's impossible as far as like yeah. do I think that could happen. I think that I think that just is more than it's gonna be. Uh, okay. I would I am if I'm doing the trading and and that ultimately is what the trade turned out to be as a Yankee fan, I'm I'm not gonna lose sleep over that. But okay. uh like I like I would ultimately do it. But I do I believe that's what the pro the 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 package would look like? I I just have a hard time seeing it with the 
what I what I do know about trades. Is that a lot? I don't know. I I think I'm pretty good at these things, but because uh, with Preller, I'm just saying like because he could say, you okay, well, you're saying no, Jason Dominguez. All right, then we'll say Spencer Jones, and we'll take the let. We're taking the lesser of King Schmidt. We're taking Schmidt, and then we're not taking Thorpe. We're not taking Hamp- Hampton. Hampton. Uh, Hampton. Hampton. We're not taking those top two pitching prospects. We'll take the other. Mm-hmm. So uh, trying to find the middle ground there where it's like, okay, we're not taking Jason. We're not taking your top two pitching prospects. We're taking the lesser of the two mm-hmm. starters here. You know, let's find some common ground. Do you want Juan Soto? Do you want the opportunity to give him $500 million before he goes to free agency and help you try to go win a World Series in 2024? Mm-hmm. Or do you not? Yeah, well, the answer I would say to the very last part is that- Everybody and their mother knows he's not taken. He's not. He's not signing an extension. So it's that in theory brings the 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 cost down a little bit. But uh, old ultimate. I think your thought process there is strong. It, it would be that'd be a good way to negotiate, and they should they should try to get a package like that. No, I don't know. In the course of these conversations, I don't know who the Yankees like the most out of their three prospects. I don't know who the Padres like the most. I think. Will Warren is the closest to MLB if my if my calendar yeah ETA I think was next year yeah they're they're all pretty close they're all gonna all three of them are supposed to be there within a year or two so does it fully matter no uh so however however the Yankees internally rank guys maybe the guy the Yankees like the least is who the Padres like the most and that's the best for everybody um I don't know I I think that that package ultimately could happen what about yeah, what about this one? So Grisham, we're putting him in this one. Okay. Soto and Grisham, you get two years of control of Trent. Offensively, could help being at Yankee Stadium. He's mm-hmm. a gold glove center fielder, two-time. Uh, he's going to give you the defense, not making much, like $5 million for 2024. Giving you Soto, we'll ask for King, we'll ask for Thorpe, and then we'll ask for Pereira or Oswaldo Cabrera. I could def I could see something like that. Um, Trent Grisham, off can't I can't question his glove at all. He's been nothing but but good in center field. I think be, the being left handed, the glove out there. I think he's the type of guy whose bat uh, would could we could very well in a year say like, wow, I guess he just needed to change his scenery. He just needs mm-hmm. needs something something new because I've seen that dude hit and and hitting the yep. playoffs. Like, yep, I. Ultimately, when it comes down to it, I, I like Trent Grisham as a player quite a bit. Um, I, I know the numbers are down the last couple of years, but I, I have seen him. I have seen him hit before. I think he get him into the stadium, get him into uh, get him into the at least with, that just has more offense in general in those stadiums. Uh, he, he could be a very interesting offensive piece, and and he's a guy that by the time Dominguez comes back, and you figure these things out when you have to, these, these things tend to solve themselves anyway, but he would be a very high level fourth outfielder. Like, you know, if, if the Yankees have stayed healthy and, and, and all their outfielders are there by the time Dominguez is back. And, uh, and if Grisham is your fourth outfielder, that's an awesome role for him to be in as a Yankee. Yeah. Uh, if, if that's your, essentially your IKF replacement and you've got a left-handed guy who's a really good center fielder. And I, I assume if we ended up needing him in the corners, which 
I imagine he'd, he'd, he'd play center field and we'd kick other guys to the corner, but uh, it, it would all work. I, I could see something like that happening if the Padres are open uh, or, or are trying to get off of his money. Uh, Just the, yeah, the question there with the Padres with if Grisham goes, then is Tatis moving to center? He just won a platinum hmm. glove in right field. Seems he like said, could, I think right? he could. Yeah. He has said in the past that he wants to play center field, but this past season, I think late in the season, he said that he's comfortable in right and wants to stay in right now. There's more he's room at Petco yeah. Park to play there to cover ground in right field than in center. So we'll see. There's Jacob Marcy, a top Padres prospect who could come mm-hmm. up, but I don't think that he'll be ready for the beginning of 2024. So the Padres could go bring in someone on a one-year deal. Yeah, they'd, they'd I guess, ultimately then, they like have to add a major league outfielder this year, which you're free right. some money to do that. That's part of what you're clearing Soto for. So would they go off? I would have a lot of questions a, about what the Padres want to do next, but yeah, uh, uh, for the Yankees, uh, on the Yankees, then that's not my problem. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Martino of SNY, I don't know how much you all over there value his reporting. Uh, but he does say here, I know everyone is looking for daily Soto updates, but as it says here uh, in his latest piece, I guess, Padres are fairly early in their process, which to me, I don't understand. How are you fairly early when the winter meetings are next week? You have to make a decision on Juan Soto here. They're going to let this drag out for a month and just yeah. let agents come off the board. You have to sign guys. You want, you know, these guys are going to be signing here. I don't think everyone's going to be waiting just till you make a decision on a Juan Soto deal, if a pitcher is going to have a good deal from a contender, then they'll go there over you. So I I think they need to make a decision here. I don't, if they're, you know, they're exchanging names. I I kind of laughed at that report because it's like, it's a trade. So yeah, I mean, I hope you're, you're exchanging names. Um, But yeah, the Yankees, I feel like they want this to happen. Reporting is saying like, maybe they're more eager than, the Padres, at least where the Padres are at in their process. Yeah. But I believe the Padres are further along than what this is what saying. What they're letting on. Yeah. I'm, um, I'd be very curious what the definition of early in the process means. We, we know they've gotten to the level of, of name exchange, which I, I reacted similarly to you when I, when I first heard it. And then we were, we were live on talking baseball or not live, but we were in the middle of recording. So, Jake and I started joking about that a little bit, and and but Trevor Plouffe shut us right up, which he he often likes to do, and rightfully so. Uh, but he he was like, no, that like is a big step. That that wasn't nothing. That's it's a big step in towards getting any trade done. They do start off talking like in generalities, like Padres just said, we want a pitcher who with X number of years of control, and we'd like a pitching prospect that's close to debuting whatever whatever generalities they use so that what that is a big step um i'm curious what early in the process means when i hear i I haven't read what martino wrote when i hear you the way you what you just read to me i take that as perhaps like the padres or maybe are saying like all right let's reconvene when we get to nashville this weekend yeah and, and see what happens there next week getting getting guys face to face moves tend to happen quicker and and a part of me does believe like now that we're this close to winter meetings i think a lot of a lot of guys are saying like hey let's catch up in 2 3 days when we're when we're together and can talk um, yeah 
That's totally fair for sure. Yeah. So, uh, and maybe, and maybe that's not what it is. Maybe that literally means the Padres are really slow playing this and they're going to let free agency sort out before they trade him. I, I don't think that's like you and I agree. That's not how we would do it if we were them, but um, I'm, 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 I'm interested in if, if I had Martino in the room with me right now, I would, I would be asking him what, well, what does early in the process mean? Um, yeah. yeah. What would, what would be your, so as a Yankee fan, what would be like your ideal trade package? I just threw a few at you. What would be, you don't have to pick from those, but what would be your package? Like realistically that you think could be able to get this done. It could be with Soto and another player or just mm-hmm. Soto only. My, yeah. My, you know, I, ideally, uh, well, ideally it's Padres. So you can have them and then that's, and then that's it. But uh, that 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 doesn't fit the real the realistically uh, caveat there. So, um, in my head, well, while, while I am open to the Yankees taking on a bigger salary to get it done, and and Cronenworth fascinates me, it, I think my ideal trade doesn't include more salary uh, and, and more long term commitments. I, I would, so I would say it's just Soto, and it would be. Along the lines of of some stuff we of, of what we just said, the, whether that's, I guess I would prefer to trade Clark, which which means you should want King. Okay. <laughs> um, I would so I would say Clark as the MLB pitcher in the trade. I have no preference between the three pitchers as far as who who I like more. I've never watched any of them. They're all supposed to be pretty. They're all as far as prospects goes, seem pretty good, uh, and they're young. So, but I, I'll, I'm willing to toss Drew Thorpe. He seems to be the one that that has the highest value of the three. I, I'm willing to do that. Um, so, what have I said? Clark Thorpe, uh, Pereira is kind of just cost of doing business. You guys get mm-hmm. a guy who at least can be your fourth outfielder to start the year and has optionability. He's very young. Um, I was a little taken aback when I when I looked again to see what his age is and i don't think he's 23 yet he uh um, how many years of control like he has all of them he came up for like a month at the okay. end so he's got six years left he's very talented uh and and i think as as the potter's acquiring him you're getting him at somewhat of a low value for what he is because yankees are hands kind of force of the padres say throw him in he's in mm-hmm. um because what are you gonna do with him uh as another righty who strikes out Yankees just don't have a use for that. Plays a, plays a nice outfield from what I've seen. It's nice. Uh, power threat. I don't think Homer last year, but had power threat in, in a scouting report. Uh, and I'd I'd toss in you know, a couple throwing arms down low. The the Yankees, their best skill as an organization is building pitchers right now. So if you want to grab some guy who who the Yankees have gotten their hands on a little bit and maybe taught something at, at the low level, sure. Grab, grab any any single a arm you want uh i, I guess one of Pereira or cabrera either way i'm good I, I i guess i'd prefer Pereira in there so so what's that package that i've laid out clark thorpe Pereira, and a and then a prospect. A, a more lottery ticket arm you can have uh pretty much any of our catchers the yankees have to move off the yankees currently have six catchers on the 40 man which is bizarre they're gonna trade at least two of them i have to assume so were, does that include someone like Austin Wells or is that just Higgy? Not, not Wells. That would okay. be uh 
you know, well, Wells is a different part of the conversation. I, I, the, it would be a completely new package with him. He'd be the, the main piece of that yeah. trade if it were him. But that would probably be Higgy is the most likely to be traded, which I would love Higgy. I would love the Padres for Higgy, and I would love Higgy for the Padres. I think that mm-hmm. that'd be kind of a beautiful marriage there. He's a, he's a Southern California guy. He's just as 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 reliable as a backup catcher as you're going to get he he will run into his homers uh the numbers won't fully stick out to to you but he like he will give you a representative at bat uh he plays fine enough defense again the metrics won't stick out there but he he's fine defender fine offensive guys as a backup he he is great um and he and he has started and extended stretches before if an injury happens but uh, I think you'd like Higgy, but he'd ultimately be a throw in in that trade. So someone like that or either of the kids, they they just added to the 40 man and you've got a new double A catcher. I don't know. Yeah. You can have one of those if you want, basically. Just, yeah. Just, as well. And we'll uh, see what happens. Yeah. But something, something along those lines. So, so Clark Thorpe Pereira, uh, uh, maybe, maybe a, a depth arm and a depth catcher. So I take that as, for the Padres, King, Thorpe, Cabrera, right? So taking the one that you you want, yeah. Having of those, you know, those two there, and then add on, but you might get less of the add-ons or not. Get yeah, the yeah, maybe that. Padres would probably maybe that. It's that. all right. You don't get you don't get one of these catchers, or you don't get yeah. throw in twenty year old in in Double A right now. Um, yeah, but and I I think that would be a smart and fair counter uh, to be like, because ultimately the, the upgrades at each of those spots, I would, that it wouldn't stop me from making the move. Mm-hmm. And ultimately uh, also ultimately I would do it. And it's a good, it's a strong counter. Be like, well, give me the guy I want. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can see AJ doing that here. I, ba- I basically have them in the, every time I've really thought about the framework of a trade, it's kind of, I've, I've made those buckets of guys that I think are possible. And it's the, you get one of King or Schmidt, you get one of the three pitchers. Uh, I guess you get one of our potential, your potential next fourth outfielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you have Cabrera, he's also your extra infielder. Um, and then probably one more throw in or something. Uh, and, and it all depends on if you're going to take salary back. But in, in my head, I have the, I have the guys we've laid out in each of those buckets. And, and I ultimately am comfortable with anybody I've placed in those buckets being the guy that goes. Makes sense. The framework yeah. of the trade, I, I think I like have in my head pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm um, ready to be surprised, but I, I think that's what the framework's gonna be. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it seems that seems pretty realistic. Just going now, we go to off of this just Soto trade, just where the Padres are at right now. Do you see this team being viewed as a World Series contender come the end of this offseason? I know that's a tough. Yeah, to ask right now, obviously, but obviously got to see what else happens. But like I, I do believe in it, and I enjoy watching what the Padres do. Losing Soto will hurt and hurt their perception for sure. But if they if they nail the rest of the offseason, I don't know how else they'll they'll they're planning to finish their rotation and and who comes in instead. Uh, but they're a team that absolutely can be back in the postseason mix. They, I know they missed last year, and it went kind of as bad as it could have and it was just a yeah. weird season from from afar uh, and i think from up close but i i only know from afar um it's pretty bad yeah yeah bad. It, it was 
a bizarre year that, that I think it was just everything kind of went wrong and they just got to, I think, I think you, you come in with more or less the same group. Obviously Soto out's a, a big, big deal that, you know, it's such a big deal that I'm saying give up kind of whatever they want to mm-hmm. get them for one year. But, uh, but I, ultimately like I, I think the Padres are still good and like, will be good next year. And all these dudes are locked up. They're going to be there. Uh, they've now played together for a year for the most part. Obviously, every year is different, but I, I see them as a team that will be good. I think I think your opinion is one that I think most fans would share that aren't Padres fans. Mm-hmm. I think we're Padres fans. We just worry about everything. We worry. We look at all of the holes. If I were a Padres fan, I don't wrong. agree at all with what I just said. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that the majority opinion is like, well, yeah, man, he's going to be better. You still have Bogarts and Tatis and maybe Cronoworth, and you have Musgrove and Darvish and Suarez. It's like, what are you worrying about? You can just make some moves. You'll be fine. But as a Padres fan, it's like, well, did you watch last year? Yeah, it went as bad as it probably could have. But <laughs> now we don't have Snow. We don't have Hater. Waka, Martinez, Lugo, yeah. 700 innings gone. How are we going to replace that? Uh, I like Mike Schilt, the hiring, and I'll ask you about that, but it's like, uh, who knows? A.J. Preller, is this going to be his last shot? No Juan mm-hmm. Soto is what it looks like. What's going to happen there? Who's going to replace him? What is the outfield going to look like? Is Tatis going to stay healthy? Manny's probably not playing the field at the beginning of the year. What's going to happen there? Like, there's As a Yankees fan, if I gave my thoughts on the Yankees, I would – Probably say around the same stuff that you did about the Padres, but you would say, "Oh no, could have and... exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah." What did you think of the the Schilt hiring for the Padres? Uh, you know, it's hard to to have an opinion before you really see anything on on paper. It makes makes sense. The, all the Bob Melvin stuff just weirded me out. Like, yeah, like I, like I get, I, like I guess he and Preller were just over each other, which it happened. felt like every day there was a story, local story, or it was a Ken Rosenthal piece about these guys not getting along, yeah. or it was a piece about the clubhouse and culture issues and uh, Manny Machado not totally believing in culture is you know telling reporters is this college is this high school like not really believing that guys these team meetings that they have. Them saying, yeah, we're let's do this, this, and this. You know, the leaders, and then some not following through on that. It was pretty much an S show. Yeah, they, uh, that, that's kind of, that's largely the sense I was, uh, I was getting, uh, from, from afar. They, uh, the, it, it was, it was bizarre. Schilt, I, I think, will be a pro. I think the way it ended in St. Louis just was another just weird situation that, it felt unfair to him. Um, and, and I think St. Louis is sort of seeing some of, some of that now from what I can tell. So I'm, I'm, uh, no, I, I, I'm optimistic for, for all of that the guy who knows the, the guys and the organization here a little bit now, been, been there the last couple of years. So I'd, uh, yeah, reason for optimism. April, if April goes bad and then it was a bad hire, if April goes well, it was great. Yep. Overreactions all day. That's just what it is. Yeah. So that's we'll that's see. What the managers about. Yeah, exactly. We'll see what happens with this offseason. Obviously, um, when this Soto trade goes down, that again, that's where like my mindset is. Okay. I'm going to be curious to see what everyone thinks in Yankee universe, and I'm sure some will be interested in seeing what some say 
in Padre land on this move. BBD, thank you so much for the time. Uh, really do appreciate it. Hopefully both fan bases, Yankees fans that tune in, Padres fans that watch and listen to this will appreciate hearing both fan bases' perspectives uh, on this. Hopefully we we represented both fan bases pretty well in this conversation. Uh, check out, obviously, all of their work at John Boy Media, Talking Yanks, Talking Baseball. They do great stuff over there. Thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's great to be here.